0: Uh, we have a few uh, places to read our verses today. Let's say that. Um, let's start with Second um, Timothy, chapter two, verse number um, one to fifteen. Let's read this responsively. I will read verse number one. You respond verse number 2 So stand, please, if you can. Please stand if you can. Um, chapter two of the second of the book of Second Timothy verses 1 to 15, then mark your Bible and jump later on to chapter 3, verse 14, then um, then a big reading again from verses chapter um, four, 4, verses 1 to 18. So, we'll do this first, and then we'll jump later on. Okay? For Second Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 to 15, and beginning in verse number 1, the Bible says, Thou therefore, my Son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. (coughs) (inaudible) Thou therefore endure hardiness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Consider that what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer even unto bonds but the word of God is not bound it is a faithful saying for if we be dead with him we shall also live with him if we believe not Yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. <clears throat> <coughs> Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now jump to chapter 3, verses uh, 14 and all the way to chapter 4, verse number 18. So from verse number 14 of um, the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, we will read this responsibly all the way to chapter 4, verse number 18. Now, verse number um, 14. It says, But continue thou in all things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Chapter four verse number one I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. (coughs) For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to offer in the time of my departure. I, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. And before, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And to so the, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchment. The of, of, the Lord, who in, of whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Together, verse number 18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil word, and will serve me and his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory. Amen. Amen. Our Father in Heaven, we thank you, Lord, uh, for this reading tonight. Thank you that uh, by the reading of itself, Lord, we will um, we already learn the things that, um, Lord, that is very important in our Christian walk and the encouragement that we need to continue and to um, give our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and to see the examples of the Apostle Paul, of how he walked his life and how he was ready to be offered and, and not, um, not um, denying the reality that he would be delivered or he would be um, um, healed uh, by the uh, people uh, that um, run after his um, life the Lord I, I pray that um, you will strengthen all of us with the example of this martyr I pray oh God that uh, you will just give us the Uh, the strength that we need every single day. And bless your people, Lord, and thank you for the encouragement from your word, and I pray that you will just um, bless um, all of us tonight. Give us victory in our hearts. You just never cry. Amen. 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 Please be seated. This is the Apostle Paul's last (coughs) message on this earth when he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept The faith. He reached to the, you know, last um, lap of his Christian walk, and after this, there's no more message from Apostle Paul, and it was um, already known that uh, perhaps he was already martyred. He was already killed in prison, but again, um, he was ready to face that reality, and again, he was joyful in serving the Lord despite of. The the um, um, cruelty of this world against him, but the the Lord has allowed us to see this. um, You know, life of the apostle Paul has given us the the encouragement to carry on despite of the opposition of the world. Now here we will see that this letter was again uh, the last letter of the apostle Paul. He wrote this while he was in prison in Rome. And this probably few days or weeks prior to his martyrdom. Probably days, because he had no more time to write another letter after this. This was this last, last moment. And in fact, in Second Timothy chapter one, verse number eight, it says there: Second Timothy chapter one, verse number eight: Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. He is prisoner. And again, notice in chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, he said, for I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. He's not going anywhere. He's going to die in prison. He's not going to be able to get out of that um, jail. But right there, his life would end. And I think he already knew it when perhaps someone gave him a letter that your appeal to Caesar is unsuccessful, and therefore you are going to be executed. And he accepted the fact that, you know, there's no point for him to ask the Lord for a miracle whatever. And um, At least what whatever the Lord wanted him to, to do on this earth. And he has done all of that. And he said, in fact, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And he was um, very, very much... You know, victorious in his heart, uh, in giving his life for the Lord Jesus Christ to the end. And again, this is the verse where we can almost ascertain that this martyr, this uh, person, the Apostle Paul, a faithful servant of the Lord, and and again to see that he died, uh, it's not really a loss, but it was a blessing to him because for many times before in his writing also he said that. He, he, long before, he wanted to go to heaven. He want, he's willing to die so that the moment that he departs, the moment that he dies, he will be with the Lord. And, and he believes that the moment he dies, he will be present with the Lord. To be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord. That is why he said, I would rather um, go and depart so that I may, you know, um, see Christ. But to stay here, to, to, be, to, to, be, to, um, to stay here on earth is more profitable to you. So um, in other words, his life here on earth is not for himself. His life here on earth is just for others to profit from his um, service of the Lord. That is why this man was a great blessing, not just to his people, not just to the people that he preached the gospel to, in those times, but even until this time, and to us that read his um, uh, epistles, that uh, his writings, he is a great blessing to so many people, to so many pastors, and he stirred la, um, yeah. the hearts of so many people of how he lived his life for the Lord. Now, as we follow this text, we can find these um, uh, few things or several important subjects of this letter. There are several subjects here that. Oh, that's very, very important. Uh, first of all, I want you to see, concerning the believer's life, that um, our life right now is, again, we have to go through this life, but there is this, there is this um, analogies of relationship that we need to understand. As a Christian, you, have, like, you are taking a lot of roles in this life. And first, you will find that um, in, in Second Timothy chapter two, verse number one, he is he is um, taking this like like um, a child, like a son, and he said, "Thou therefore, my son," he's talking to Timothy um, in this um, um, writer. I mean, in this writing, he, he he spoke to Timothy and he said to Timothy, "Thou therefore, my son." So that is, you know, uh, the affection that he has with Timothy. Timothy was a young preacher, a young pastor, and he has been—he um, uh, he preached in uh, Ephesus, and Apostle Paul was like the one mentoring him and giving him maybe pointers and encouragement in the ministry, how he's going to behave himself in the in the in the ministry, how he's going to handle the word of God, and how he's going to handle himself in front of the elderly and the people in general. So Apostle Paul uh, just um, gave um, pointers to um, the, the, the um, to Timothy, because he considered Timothy to be his son in the faith, because probably he's, he was the one who shared the gospel to Timothy, and Timothy got saved and served the Lord, and Timothy became strong in the Lord and then Timothy became the pastor, but he considered Timothy his son. As, as a Christian, you know, uh, we are also we are also like a child. Um, we, have, we have the Lord Jesus Christ. We have uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as our father in the faith. And also we find that um, the believer's life can also be like a soldier. Not just a son, but also a soldier In 2 Timothy chapter 2 And this time, verse number 3 Thou therefore endure hardness As a good soldier Of Jesus Christ Now, in your Christian life today Be careful and, you know Take it seriously because to be a soldier Is a serious thing To be a soldier is a serious matter You cannot cannot handle You know, gun Without Without you know, taking it with with all seriousness. I remember. I think it was Pastor Juno who preached um, in the camp about the sword. You know, uh, as as uh, you know the the armory. Uh, you your 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 Bible is like your sword. You have to know your sword or your pistol or whatever. You have to know it very well. You have to love it. You know, have it. Sleep. You know, with it. Do not leave it around. Just Take it wherever you go, because that 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 um, gun is your life. Yeah. You know, you, you are taking it as as very uh, important part of your life. Now, we are also in the sight of God as soldiers. Yeah. So therefore, you have to endure, endure hardness. There is hardship. There is difficulty in our Christian life. Uh, we have to get up in the morning because you know, especially Sunday, you have to uh, get out of bed. Uh, winter time is so hard to get out of bed, but you have to get out of bed because we have to. We we have to endure. And sometimes, if uh, that's why, it's really good to have a camp maybe or something that you will you will get out of your house and then you stay there in the in the field or stay somewhere not, not your home. And then uh, everyone get up in the morning and out into the field and do something maybe a uh, calisthenics or or you will do some um, army dozen exercises. <coughs> and you don't like it, you know, You still want to sleep uh, more, but you can't because you know this is a camp. Get out, get out. So just like you know when we were in training. Um, we were in the training camp in Kalamba uh, Laguna. That Kalamba Laguna is where the training camp for police and fire and the jail uh, per, per, uh, personnel. So we were trained there, like along with the police, uh, different, different, like institution. But it's all in the same, the same um, ground. But uh, again, whoa the first month of our training, it was like a four months training. But that was really tough training. I would say tough because, yeah, you have to get up in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, at first few days, I always get punished because I, I cannot get into the line. I mean, in the for me, formation because I always get late. No matter how much I try, I always get late. Yeah, I don't know. What What are these people are doing? How come that in 10 hours in ten counts, they will just run there, and then when when the tactics or we call it tactics, the tactical officers will call for everyone to get up, and he will start counting. In ten counts, um, everyone outside for formation. It's three o'clock in the morning. And 10, 9, I rush and put myself. Someone put my, you know. Ah, the count of 10 is already finished I was still you know in, in the barks and then run there all those are like come here so we, will, we are there light up many of us light up then we produce water you know what's to produce water get sweat exercise there get sweat 3 o'clock in the morning how can you get sweat 3 o'clock in the morning but that's what it is. That's what it is. The next, the next morning, the same thing. I really wonder, how come these people are not getting late? No matter how much I try, I cannot do. Oh, the, in the next few nights, I, I, I now get the idea what they did. They put on everything what they are going to wear in the, when they call. Oh, all they need to do is even their shoes. Just run. Just run. Do not put your socks. Do not put your... It's already there, intact. Before they go to bed, they are ready for the next morning. Uh, that's why <laughs> they are not caught. But for three nights, I think, uh, three mornings, I got caught late. Because I do not know the technique. But the next... Oh, it was a tough training. We run every, you know, every morning. Every morning, we... we we um, run that very wide, vast and wide ground. We, there's a like um, an oval, but it's very large. And we go like three or four rounds of that. And it's still dark, and some of our, because there are 300, I think we were 370 cadets. And some of our, you know, uh, classmates. They will just hide. you something know, some. They will, you know, yeah, um, they they broke the ranks and hide in the bushes and eat there <laughs> because our food is limited, <laughs> very small rice and lots of soup. I what I can finish twenty of this rice, and because of we are always like doing exercise, it's just so tough and uh, we are very strong and we're we're very. Um, you know, um, um clean, all of us. And um, one, one, per, uh, one person dropped, I oh, know. it was my friend, uh, we walked in the alley and then the alley has no cover and then you arrive near to the kitchen with this cover on the alley and one of our classmates forgot to, you know, uh, take the cups off. And he walked into the kitchen with with his cap. Oh, it was funny, very very interesting thing. And he was called, you he come here. Carry the world. What's, the, what's carry the world? <laughs> carry the world. And all of us have no, no idea. We're new. We do not know the terminologies that they're using there. Carry the world. And then the one 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 guy. Um, you know, demonstrated how to carry the world. You carry the world in your head. So you put your head on the ground, put your, you know, split your legs like that, and put your hands on your back, and put your head on the ground, and it's like gravel and in, in stony ground. It was, yeah, that was very tough. Everything that infractions happening, most of the infractions happening are in the kitchen when we are going to eat there. When we are going to the kitchen, everyone is really scared because, in fact, it was known that they call the kitchen as a mess hall. Mess hall. That means that is a place where we eat. Everyone, the tactics, and and everyone will eat in the mess hall. That mess hall is commonly known as mess hell because all the punishments are happening there. There was one time someone dropped you know when we eat. Very quiet. There are a large number of people but very quiet. And one dropped um, the spoon. The tactics cried Who's that? Come here. And proceed there. You know what they did? This spoon clicked you know, into that two in between fingers, and press it hard, and turn it. I I say that this is demonic people. That the tactics are demonic. You can they can always find something to punish you. Uh, there was this guy who you know, um, caught who are, was caught drinking coke, um, breaking the ranks and drank that coke, and while we were running like that, and then the tactics saw him in front of all of us. He stood there in the front. He was given 10, I mean, 2 big 1.5 liters coke. He he needs to consume it in 10 counts. 10 counts, it. He was not able for sure. He was not able to finish. And then he was just... All day, he was there doing some exercises. All day. While we were doing our classes in the afternoon, he was doing exercises there. Oh, it, it is very tough. Why why people are so evil? You know? Why people are... The tactical officers are so mean. Why they are so mean? Why? We understand, we, we, we understand later that they do that because... The real work that we are going to do is not easy. We are trained hardship because if you are not trained hardship, when we get into the real world and you experience hardship, you just commit suicide because you cannot endure the pressure. Right there, all the pressure they just you know put upon us, and a lot of our classmates cried. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of us already thinking, oh wow, this is not worth it, why we should die here, we can find another job, but it's not easy, because you know, I applied for that job, there were 400 of us applying for that job, and then in our region, I think there were only 22 were taken, 22 or 30, for out of 400, you are one of the 30, it's, it's not easy. No, that's what we're thinking no we cannot, we cannot give up this is only four months after four months then we're free that's that's what it is i I'll tell you we were trained so hard and that is just the fire department i was in the fire department how much more the the army how much more the navy how much more the the rangers how how they got trained I can just imagine the hardship, the difficulty. Why we have this difficulty? Because, you know what? Uh, we are we are going to face tough times ahead. Now, as a Christian, we are likened unto that soldier. Do not be soft. Be tough. Because here, we are soldiers of the Lord. You have to endure. Thou therefore endure hardness in in Christian life. You need to be you need to be um, you know tough. You need to be not really tough that you know uh, um, you you have no respect or you are you are bullying people. No, it's not like that. Endure hardness. In other words, when we get into the <coughs> ministry and sometimes there are problems, take the problems in them and carry on, carry on because. Um, you are just being tested in your faith. Just carry on. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Is it there? In First in Peter, First Peter chapter 2, verse number 19. Notice that. First Peter chapter 2, verse 19. For this is thankworthy if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. If that, that is needed in our Christian walk, because sometimes you are you are uh, you know uh, uh, wrongfully charged, and then when 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 you are wrongfully charged, you cannot fight it for that. You cannot uh, you know um, when when someone does wrong to you, you will also do wrong to, to that person. We cannot do that. That is why you know. In fact, the Lord Jesus Christ is encouraging his disciples that. Um, um, those people that that, um, that are unkind or mean to them. Uh, how does it say? I think it's in Matthew chapter 5. I know it's in Matthew chapter 5. Um, um, do uh, love your enemies. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. In other words, that is hardness. That is hardness. You have to have that resilience in your Christian life. Oh, this person hates me so much. I don't want to pray for this person. Uh, If I pray, I will pray for his his destruction. No, do not pray for someone's destruction. Even though uh, those people that are so mean to you. You know, if there are people that are so mean to you and Uh, Wanting to fight against you Just pray for the Lord Lord, uh, give them wisdom So that they will know That I have nothing against them I have nothing against them Lord, and now they they are Angry at me Please Lord, open their eyes Do not pray that the Lord will punish them Because God is not happy With that kind of prayer And because God is not happy with that kind of prayer He might punish you instead so do not ever pray for some other people's destruction, because remember it is the Lord that will answer your prayer, and He might not give you your uh, request. You see, endure, uh, endure as a as a soldier, soldier. And also in Second Timothy chapter two, verse number five, this is also um, our Christian life is like is likened to an athlete. Concentrate, you know. Follow the rules, so that you will win the prize. You cannot, you cannot be given the prize if you do not follow the rules. It says, it says there: if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully? You have to follow the rules and 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 do your diligence and and concentrate on on what is the task at hand. Just, you know, give it your all. And also, in our Christian life, believer's life is like a farmer. We are like a farmer. Wow, a farmer is known for patience. You need to have patience. In your Christian life, maybe you you want to share the gospel to your loved ones and it's not working, you know. They, They will not listen. Don't worry about it. Just be patient. Just do the things of the Lord in your life and um, show good example to them and and just stand, stand like for the Lord and don't worry about their behavior towards you. Just stand your ground and wait for the Lord to hope to touch their lives, to touch their heart. There was this um, um, millionaire, a, a, a very, very <clears throat> um, a popular um uh, baseball player in America, a very rich person because you know if you are a known bas- uh, baseball player, you uh, you have a uh, you are a superstar, <clears throat> and he has this um, a gardener in, in his in his mansion, and that gardener will just sing hymns. He just keeps on singing hymns. That old guy, old man, the gardener, and and this popular um, um, player was. Getting annoyed, you know, annoyed of the singing, and he's, he feels like it's noisy and all that. And he he, he called him to stop, don't stop singing. I don't want noise. Um, just do your work. And and he was so mean to that uh, person and uh, later on that that person, you know, uh, just said to him that I, I am worshiping while I'm working here. I, I worship the Lord and I, 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 because the Lord and he the praise and he was just, you know, cut off and uh, um, yelled out. But it's fine and he just keeps on singing. That's why the the boss was so angry because he did not listen. And he's thinking of firing that gardener until you know, until such time that uh, that baseball player uh, was diagnosed with cancer. And now it's a problem. That that baseball player got diagnosed with cancer and he turned he turned now to that old man that keeps on singing the hymns. And he asked, What do you think would happen to me? Would I go to heaven? I said, No. You will go to hell. Because you do not have Jesus Christ yeah. in your life. Yeah. He's very upfront. Yeah. yeah. But you you can you can go to heaven, you know. Um, if if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and He shared the gospel, and that guy got saved. Amen. You see, if if he surrendered in those times that you know uh, he got he got um, scolded and and um, embarrassed by other uh, from other people, if he got discouraged right there, you see, that is our Christian life. You need to endure, you need to, you know, uh, uh, you, you have to have patience. Because the Lord, He has His own time to turn things around for your favor and for the glory of God. The Lord has His own time. If you are faithful today, just continue to be faithful because God has His own time. And your faithfulness to the Lord will come into fruition you will bear fruit in your faithfulness. We do not know what the Lord will do. We do not know what the Lord will will, will work in our midst, using us as an instrument. That is why you have to continue to be faithful, just like a farmer. Have patience. Yeah. Have patience. You see, chapter 2 Second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 6, is that the husbandman that is a farmer the husbandman is a farmer. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. See, God wants us to develop patience. Just like a farmer. The farmer, you know, before the farmer plants the seed, oh, he has a lot of labor to do. He, he has to prepare the, the land. Prepare yeah. the land. Take the uh, uh, um. You know weeds and yeah. all the stones and 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 break the, the the soil and and soften the soil and prepare that for planting and it will take long time before he can land and then time that he can now plant he will just wait then few days later you will see the sprouting of the of the seed You will see the sprouting and then just wait a little, you know, more and see that the growing of your plant until later on it will begin to, you know, um, uh, bear fruit. And later on, wait for the harvest. It will take patience. That is why our Christian life is like a farmer. We need patience in our, our, you know, um, labor for the Lord. It's a lot of waiting there's a lot of waiting in our in our ministering in our service of the Lord. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse number 10. First Thessalonians 1 10. <clears throat> and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. Even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. You see, even the Lord Jesus who delivered us from the wrath to come. What are we going to do? Wait. Are you faithful today? Continue to be faithful and wait until the Lord Jesus Christ comes. Hebrews chapter 10 verse number 35. Hebrews chapter 10 verse number 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after that if uh, you have done the will of God you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come, will come, and will not tarry, will not delay. You see, we need to be um, um, patient. We need to be um, um, uh, waiting. It's like a farmer. It's like an athlete. It's like a soldier. And we are like the son of God. You see my friend we have a lot of you know uh, things here that the Lord is uh, giving us um, understanding of who we are and what we are uh, in the Lord that is us if you believe in Jesus Christ as as your lord and savior another thing uh, just quickly because we run out of time in in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 14 to 17 we have here concerning not just the believer's life but also concerning Believer's guide. And what is our guide here in our Bible? It says, verse 14 But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine <clears throat> for reproof for correction for instruction um in yeah. righteousness yeah. that the man of god may be yeah. perfect and yeah. thoroughly furnished yeah. unto all good works yeah. my friend our guide the believer's guide is no other than the bible yeah. the bible is our guide yeah. you see that is the source of the word of God. Yeah. That is where we know God. <laughs> Without the Bible, how can we know God? How can we know yep. that, yep. you know, this this, uh, uh, this, this world is, um, God is the creator. Yep. It's all in the word of God. Yep. Because the Bible is God breathed. Yep. It is, you know, uh, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Yep. That means it is God-breathed. It is the Word of God coming from the mouth of God. Not just the book of Genesis or the book of Revelation, but all of it, from Genesis to Revelation and all in between. All of that, you know, um, are, are the source of the Word of God is yeah. the Bible. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 20, the Catholic Church claim that they own the Bible. That's why they have the authority to change it. Because they are the ones, you know, putting it there. They are the ones creating the Bible, so therefore they have the authority to change it. Now, this Bible will tell us that they are wrong. Yep. See, look notice verse number 20. Knowing this verse, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Yep. Yep. No one owns it. Yeah. No one owns the Bible. Yeah. The Bible is coming from God, yeah. not from the Catholic Church, Just as so they I... claim. So, therefore, is it here, which means no church, no religion, or individual has the sole authority to read and interpret the Bible. This Bible is given by God as a gift to us. So, yeah. take it, and you can have it yes. and understand it in your own understanding. For the prophecy, notice that verse number twenty-one for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man but holy men of god spake as they were moved by the holy spirit that is why it is coming from god because it is the holy spirit of god is the one that superintended this bible you see the source the believer's guide the source of the word of god and the purpose also here we will learn. The purpose of the Word of God. Verse number, go back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 15. And from and that from the child that was known, the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The purpose of the Word of God, so that you will know that you can go to heaven when you die. yep that is the very purpose of the Bible, why God is giving this to us. 1 first, first John chapter 3, verse number 15. These things, that's the Bible. Have I written unto you, so from Genesis to Revelation. Is it Is that? It, uh, first John chapter uh, 5, verse 13, sorry. 1 John 5, 13. These things have I written unto you, that believe on the name of the son of god that ye may know that you may know that you have what do you have eternal life god wants you to know that you have eternal life yeah. When someone when someone when, when when a pastor if you ask a pastor or when a pastor will ask you do you know for sure when you die you go to heaven people will, most people will say no I no one knows it no but our religion will will not teach us that we can go to heaven, but God wants us to know that we can go to heaven when we die. That is why here um, um, a lot of churches do not use the Bible as their sole authority because they cannot understand it themselves. They have hard times understanding, reconciling it with their doctrine because the Bible itself is profitable for doctrine. But their doctrine cannot fit in the Bible. Yep. That's why they put the Bible yep. as a secondary yep. or, you know, just one of the books that they uh, they hold. Sure. But actually, they put the Bible last because the Bible is very contradictory to their doctrine. It should not be contradictory to our yep. doctrine because the Bible itself will show us doctrine. You see... Uh, again, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Verse number 16. Verse number 16. Uh, no, no, it's not second uh, Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. <coughs> if the doctrine of the church cannot reconcile with the Bible, that church is wrong. Yep. The Bible is correct. Yep. You see, it's always like that. Check every doctrine against this Bible and see that you know. We see here all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. What purpose? That the man of God, you Christian, you are saved by the grace of God. Now, here, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished. And to all good works You see, concerning the believer's life Concerning the believer's guide Number three Concerning the believer's responsibility We have responsibility yep. Second Timothy chapter 4 <clears throat> Verse number 1 to 5 I charge thee therefore oh, charge That means responsibility You have something to do You have something entrusted upon you that you have to do your role. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. That is a charge. That is a responsibility. Be instant in season, out of season. For the preachers, if I ask you, brother, tomorrow you Preach. Oh, I don't have much time to prepare. Now be instant in season, out of season. You see, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine again. For the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine. And after their own lusts, they shall heed to themselves. Teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. My friend, this charge is a solemn charge. It is a very serious, serious charge. I charge thee therefore before God, you see, this is a, not an easy charge. When, when you are preaching the word of God, it's not an easy charge. It is not the pastor that asks you. I am just used by God to ask you, but actually it's God. God wants you. Yeah. So that is a charge. I charge it therefore before God. And the Lord Jesus Christ preach the word. You see, what are you going to preach? The word. Yeah. do not stand there and not using the word do not use other books we have the book we have the word I charge it therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ preach the word if you use other notes not the word of God it's not right because we are only allowed to preach the word Then when to preach? When are you going to preach the word? In season and out of season. Yep. In other words, whether you have you, you are prepared or not prepared. Yep. That's why it's better to prepare. Right. In season or out of season. Then how? How to preach the word? Reprove. Yep. Whoa, this reproof. Rebuke. Yep. And exhort this is exhort with all long suffering because you love the souls of men. Now this is where everything boils down. Do you love the souls of men? Do not stand in the pulpit because you want to be somewhat and some some you know person. Yeah. you stand there because you love the souls yeah. It is the souls that you really want you know to bring to the Lord. That is the reason why we stand in the prophet. Yeah. It's not a, something that you are, you know, in the high rank. Because rank is nothing. The souls of men, the souls of men are everything. Yeah. Yeah. You see, it is a solemn charge. It is a sad condition. Sad condition. Why? Verse number three, look at that. Verse number 3 to verse number 5. For the time will come. My friend, that time has come. And the time is here. For the time will come. They will not endure sound doctrine. My friend, this is the day of apostasy. A lot of people, every Sunday morning, we are packed. We are more than 100 people in our church. Now, look at how many of us. But praise the Lord that you are here tonight. Why? People have no time for the word of God. They have no time in the things of God. We we are so busy in the things of this world. And I will tell you, this is the time of apostasy. uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 3. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 3. They will not endure sound doctrine. Shall they heap to themselves teachers? Oh, sorry, forbidding to marry. Uh, I think 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 3. For they will not endure sound doctrine, and shall they heap to themselves teachers? They will turn away their ears from the truth. They would rather go to all, they are happy with YouTube, and that's it. You know, they can. They they don't want to come and then they will just have YouTube in them, and and again there is a lot of things that they miss if they miss the church, the fellowship of the believers, the fellowship of one another. Yeah. The, you know that that you, you can you can make someone happy to see you in, in you know when, when you greet one another in the church. The verities of the Christian faith now are being denied by those. Um, Who are paid To teach them And we have to be Very careful That you know the preachers are not just paid They must First and foremost love the souls of men They must Love the souls because The apostasy is Worldwide And again the end is not Far off And we are in this very sad condition, the believer's life, the the believer's guide, the believer's responsibility. Lastly here, this now talks about the very own life of the Apostle Paul. Now this now talks about your own life, your very own life. And this is what happened to Paul Notice this in verse number 6 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse number 6 For I am now ready to be offered And the time of my departure is at hand I have fought a good fight I have finished my course I have kept the faith Henceforth there is laid up for me A crown of righteousness Which the Lord the righteous judge Shall give me at that day And not to me only But unto all them also, that love is appearing. What a testimony at the close of the life of Paul. What a testimony. What do you think your testimony at the close of your life? At the ending of your life. What what do you think our testimony? Can we say in this world before we leave, I have fought a good fight. Are you really fighting a good fight in your faith? Are you really fighting for the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or we are just going up along the flow? We are just going with the flow. We are not fighting really. We are not creating resistance. We just go along the flow. Apostle Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Apostle Paul could say this. Because, indeed, he fought against the devil himself. He fought against the world. He fought against the flesh. He fought against all those people who undermine the truth of the word of God. He fought against all yep. those people. Against people who brought false doctrine. He fought against them. That is why he said, I have fought a good fight. And not, not just that, he said, I have... I am." Um, I have run. I have run. He said, I have finished my course. Um, I have kept the faith. He said, he is, he, he he ran the race well. In verse number 7, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. He ran the race well. And in his view, in his view, um, he was able to reach the You know the the finish line And again in verse number 7 He said um, He kept the faith He was trustworthy When he Was trusted by God With the gospel When the Lord gave him The gospel When the gospel was in his hand He Just spread this to all people That in fact he said There's not one The people, there's not one person that I know of that I have not shared the gospel. That's what he said. He claimed that. I think it's in Acts chapter 20, verse number 26 or 28. Something we'll see. We'll see. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all that counsel of God, you see, there is not one person that he denied the gospel. Every person that he meets will receive the gospel, or will be preaching the gospel. He may not receive, but at least he declared unto them the gospel. That is why he said, "I want you to record this day that my hands are free from the blood of all men." How many people do you think around you that you know, that you have spoken to, you have, you know, eat lunch together, or you have met, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, um, uh, in the street, you have met in the school. How many workmates that you meet every day and then you have not shared the gospel? Plenty. There's a lot. But Apostle Paul is no. Every person that he meets, Will be shared with the gospel. They may not receive; not all of them will receive, but all of them will uh, have been preached with the gospel. Wherefore I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men, for I have not shunned. He did. He did not deny them with the gospel. Every one of them was shared with the gospel. They declared to you all the counsel of God. You see, he kept the faith. And again, he anticipates a reward from God. He anticipates a reward from heaven. Verse number 8. Go to um, Second Timothy chapter 4, verse number 8. He said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also which love their appearing, i will tell you this is a great blessing to all of us this god the righteous judge will give rewards to paul for sure but it's not just for paul but for each and every person that loves the appearing of the lord jesus christ Every person that loves, his spirit, every person that lives their life for the Lord Jesus Christ here on earth, every person that devote their time, devote their life, devote their their talent, devote whatever treasure they have to the Lord Jesus, all of these people will be rewarded by the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. And Apostle Paul anticipates that, and he also anticipates that not just him, but everyone that loves the appearing of the lord jesus christ that loves the things of god that loves the word of god that loves the church of god that loves the people of god all of these people that love god all of them will will receive their own individual reward apostle paul is anticipating it that it will happen to him it will happen also for us who love the lord you see you have you you have to understand this that uh, this is a great day of the coming of the Lord, that all of us will receive the reward that God has promised to all of us. You see, the believer's life, the believer's guide, the believer's responsibility, what a blessing it is to see that the Apostle Paul has laid down all this for all of us to understand, for all of us to emulate, that there is a great blessing awaiting for those people who love the lord and it's if that is you this evening praise the lord because you will receive god's reward but if you think that you have not done so it's not too late now perhaps maybe our last chance to serve the lord and serve him Faithfully. This power is a prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for reminding us and for encouraging us, Lord, to be faithful. Thank you for um, this testimony of the Apostle Paul, um, who gave his life, Lord, for the gospel. And Lord, he, he just fought a good fight. And Lord, help us also to fight a good fight, Lord, in this um, um, life that we have. And bless your people, Lord. Help them in their um, uh, calamities. Help them in their hardship. Lord, be with them and send them, oh God. And Lord, um, help them to understand that there is great reward coming to us. That all of us, O God, may rejoice together. And Lord, I pray that you will bless once again your people and those people, Lord, who strive for the gospel. That you will just bless them, O God. Especially our preachers that uh, do the um, uh, ministry and uh, Lord the people that are doing part in the services Lord I just uh, commit them to you o God give them joy in their hearts Lord give them joy because Lord um, there is a great blessing awaiting us um, in, in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and help us Lord to see people that we will not only see people but we see souls souls that either perish or saying, I pray, O oh God, that we will do the, the work of an evangelist, that we will share the gospel to everyone that we meet. Bless all of us, give us all the courage that we need. And thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Bless once again, your people, in Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.